This is the game in iHeart Radio Station. is the double team. Dario Melendez, Bob Brainerd. These two guys also feel a tingling in their shorts, uh, but for a totally different reason. Two is always better than one. The two of you are making me and every one of your friends sick. Call the show at 414-799-1973. This is the double team. What the hell is wrong with you two? On Milwaukee's 97.3, The Game. Happy noon hour, happy lunchtime, happy St. Nicholas Day. Did we decide, guys? Are we are we celebrating? Did the poll, Dario, did it say it's an actual holiday? Are we? Wh- it did. Are we? I think uh-huh. it said yesterday, Armin, what, like 86? Per- oh, no, it was, it was closer. It was like 50, 51%. Yeah, yeah that one was closer, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it went for the holiday. Nicholas. Well, I think it went there as well. Yeah, so if, if you celebrate it or not, we're celebrating it here, here on the new 97.3 The Game on the double team. We're also heard live and in color on the Big 1070 in the Madison area. So happy St. Nicholas to you, Dario, to you, Armin. Armin, here you go. Oh, you got me something. I got you a little something. Oh, my gosh. It's not a stocking. Wow. But but well, it could be a stocking stuffer. And and as we said yesterday, you got to half-ass it. Yeah, so, uh, so I did just that. Uh, we've got a sweet and salty nut roll, uh, some red and green lifesavers. Oh, nice. Some dental floss. Oh, perfect. I'm going on the day to the dentist. That's and then, perfect. And then an energy shot. It, it's a Kirkland energy shot, too. It's not. <laughs> it's, you said you wanted Kirkland. You wanted Costco brand, so there you go. Oh, Happy St. Nick Day, my Thanks. friend. I really appreciate it. You, this was a surprise, Dario. I didn't know he was doing this, man. Now, oh, da- yeah. now Dario. I, I see how it is. Well, well, no, no, no. Hold on. on. Hold on. Hold, no, it's all good. It's all on. good. You, you, you are, you know, Mr. Slimsuit. So, <laughs> so we're we're gonna we're gonna give you the the Saint Nick I, stocking, and that's a little more you know in your lane, a little slimmer. I I, I got air. <laughs> I'm breathing <laughs> non non calorie air. I left. I, no, your your stocking is in the other studio, so I will. Uh, okay, we'll haul that out later. Um, but it's a little more geared toward towards you. Okay. We 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 talked about this yesterday that it, it's a big German thing where. Um, if it's not the stockings, you leave your shoes up. You know the the origins were that the the kids left their shoes out overnight, and then the next morning there would be coins in the shoes, and then it kind of ramped up from there. And Saint Nick, and, and I know again, I know some people they just go all out with Saint Nick Day, which that ain't right. That's called Christmas, folks. That's waiting a couple couple more weeks to, to get the big stuff. But 414-799-1973 is the number. If you did celebrate St. Saint Nick, Saint Nick Day and you got some stuff and you want to talk about it and you want to share, please call in and share what happened overnight while you were sleeping. You can also share via social media at the game MKE. Either way, share your thoughts and how surprised you were when you woke up this morning on St. Nicholas Day. All I keep thinking about is the topic that we were talking about earlier today. And I'm looking at the lyrics now of Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah. And I know it's something we were talking about because we're all in the holiday spirit, whether you celebrate Christmas or not. I mean, it's still a holiday song. And the more I read the lyrics, the more I'm torn on it. First off, you have to take it with a grain of salt, right? You're, to- I mean, you're this torn? Is, this, now, wait a minute. You're torn? 
You're torn. So, so if you if if you are running a radio station, Dario, are are you torn enough that you might pull it from the playlist? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I. I what are you I'm torn, torn on? I, I'm, I'm torn on it because I understand it's supposed to be. We, we live in 2018, and it's very PC nowadays. But you also have to realize it, it's it's a song, man. It's a song written what the 50s by Dean Martin. Who who? Who wrote? I don't know if Dino wrote it. No, I don't. I know he sang it. Yeah, this and he's and th- this is the best version, by the way, in my opinion. You know, Dino. Yeah, that's the best version right there. I mean, it was written in 1944. Yeah. I mean, we can't just give it a pass, just like the Rudolph movie that's going around now. Everybody's saying it's homophobic and it's. It's racist. Really? It singles out people with disabilities and, and who are different. Killing Christmas, I mean, we man. Can't, We're killing Christmas. We can't Christmas. just relax and enjoy a, a pretty sounding song. And Armin, I think you brought up a good point when we were talking about it. You said you read an article. And the more I read uh, uh, an article about actually how it could be empowering to women, how this woman, despite all these advances by the male singer keeps saying no like doesn't give in stands her ground yeah I mean, if you take a look at it from that way that perspective it's it could be a very empowering song but, and an awesome song by the by the way just for, for clarity's sake this is brian setzer right you played the, this is the other one Armin. no this isn't dean martin this right? isn't dean martin i didn't want to undress you on the air you know but that's the you wrong you way don't want to dress me well you know i don't want to dress you down in the air whatever they say uh, let me dim the lights in the studio i mean speaking it's, of baby it's cold yeah, outside this is, this is, this is, by, yeah just so we don't get calls saying do you guys know who dean martin yeah we know who dean martin is this is brian setzer and his orchestra this is their version this, baby it's cold outside has been done many different ways by many yeah. different folks and, uh, and, and time out real quick before we get into this whole baby it's cold outside discussion we have Kane Pittman coming up at 115 to discuss the Bucks and the big controversy inside that Bucks clubhouse yeah. or locker room, I should say. Yeah. Is it Nutella or Nutella? That's going to be interesting to uh, to hear because I know what side he comes from, and I am the exact opposite side. We'll obviously be talking a lot of Bucks and and possibly this shift conversation that's going on now in, in baseball it might be ruled illegal to be shifting, which is total shift. And uh, you're saying shift. Shift, shift that is with and, an F. It was an shift. F. Okay, shift. Okay, shift. Again, for and, clarity's uh, sake, shift. And, and I think we got what? What's what's it called? The throne. The throne. The, the dork. Yes. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Um, Dario Melendez, a uh, self-professing dork of certain subjects. Not all. Not all things, Dario. Right. But but there are certain things. I mean, that obviously, are in your wheelhouse, right? Look, look. Sports. Obviously, I, I love sports. Yeah. So I'm a sports well, dork. But like history. History. I love history. History dork. I love Marvel comics. I love Marvel Disney. Dork. Disney. Disney dork. is Disney's problem. Disney and Marvel, and maybe even Harry Potter. Like those are like any really? fantasy. Oh, Harry Potter, Star Wars, dork. Star Trek. Okay. Any of those fantasy things. Uh, gonna... Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. I, I love all of that it's stuff. It's amazing the things I'm learning about you every day. I'm not saying I well, judge a book by its cover. I'm not saying that. Oh, my gosh. I've been to many a Comic-Con. Okay, that's Dressed awesome. up, not dressed up. I mean, uh-huh. it's just... You're not a LARPer, the, the... are you? Some, sometimes <laughs> sometimes he shows up. There's no Comic-Con, but still dressed up. Do you know about LARPing, uh, Bob? Yeah. That's live-action role-playing where yeah. people dress up in different costumes. Don't, no, no. I'm just... I'm just glad I'm I'm the uh, MC for, for this new game that we're gonna play. So we're gonna play that t- t- sometime today. 
We got to get a challenger. We got to get someone who's not not scared. Yeah, and, and the category for for our first version of the throw in the dork, it's uh, the category is going to be Disney. So if you think that you can dethrone the dork, and if you think that you're a self-professed expert or you know enough trivia in the category of Disney, then you can challenge Dario in, in this no. game. And if, if you defeat Dario, you win a nice prize. Yeah. So Now, is it going to be Disney movies, Disney parks, it's Disney Dis- resorts? Disney period. So, so anything Disney. Anything Disney, yeah. It can be movies. It can be about Walt himself. It can be the theme. Yeah, it's all Disney. And we do have a prize, guys, by the way. Yeah. I know we didn't know if we actually do, had do you one. Guys, we do do we you guys a, know what Epcot stands for? No, but I know it's a big golf ball-looking thing. That no, no, that, that's Spaceship Earth. Earth. That's oh, a it? ride at Epcot. My apologies. Entertainment. It right. Is it entertainment? Is that the first one? Do you no, know what Mecca stands for? Let's try that. First. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Midwest Entertainment Convocate. Okay, Epcot. Let's Bu- see. Building dorks of building. So anyway, we'll play that later sometime during the double team today. To throw in the dork, start thinking if you are a Disney expert and if you think you can knock Dario off in our newest and freshest game, then we'll give you the the high side and you just let us know. Or just go on Twitter and start selling yourself here at the game MKE. Just start telling us why you think you have the chops that it takes to knock off Dario in the throne. Boy, that's not easy to say. Knock off Dario. The dork. The throne. The dork. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get to that. Maybe someone. Maybe maybe someone will uh, woman up or man up and and try to take on person up. Person Person up. up. Yeah. Person person up. up. But okay. But let's get back to this this song debacle that's going on because you know we have to be so sensitive to everything that even Pete is coming out and saying we can't say bring home the bacon anymore well, which is a story which is something we'll get into tomorrow when Stephanie Sutton's on the show bringing yeah. home the bagels uh but I mean maybe it's cold outside I understand there are a lot of radio stations not playing it because of the suggest su- suggestive storyline to it but Armin, again, you were reading a blog about how it's actually empowering to women. Can you give me a little bit more detail on that? I'm trying to find it, yeah. But it gives historical context in the song and uh, basically talks about the fact that what it's a tongue-in-cheek look at a dalliance between a man and a woman, and the woman actually what? the dalliance is that the del- isn't that the word you know the, the, I, I the, the never de- heard that word the delicate so. you know courting of a man and a woman, and because of the social mores of the time, it was seen as you know, uh, you, you you were looked at as upon a certain way if you were to choose to stay at a man's house. Dalliance, mores. And, and what am I? What am I in class here? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeez. Anyway, uh, well, well, why? Th- this is actually empowering because the woman was, you know, the, coming up with reasons that people think she shouldn't stay over, but really she wants to. And I'll I'll, I'll try to find the article I was while, reading. While you dig, I found a list of that. Okay, if you're gonna knock off. Uh, you know, this song, uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. Then what about some of the other Christmas standards, some of the other favorites? Um, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, subjecting minors to softcore porn. Right? Ooh. Right? Uh, the Christmas song, Open Fire, that's pollution. Folks dressed up as Eskimos, cultural appropriation. That is, I was just going to say that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Holly Jolly Christmas, Kiss Her Once For Me, those are unwanted advances. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. So he, he's a pedophile? He's a stalker. Right. <laughs> yeah. See where we're going there? Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Everyone telling you to be 
of good cheer forced to hide your depression? <laughs> that's a good, wow. That's, that's a good. Um, what about Dominic the donkey? I think PETA would have something to do with no, that. Yeah, hippopotamus. Hippopotamuses. Is that like a potami? Uh, <laughs> animals in captivity. That's what that. Yeah, was. Animals in captivity. There, there we go. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Clearly, guys, it's bullying, right? The other reindeer. You know, they just bullied Rudolph. I also read the controversy with that one is that it encourages kids to conform and not be themselves and be different. Yeah. What? Oh, what about Grandma got ran over by a reindeer? Oh, that's coming. That, that's killing your elders, right? That's co- that's coming. Um, on the list, it's actually number seventeen. Uh, oh. ho- homicide, extremely violent, and promotes alcoholism. Jeez, oh I mean, well, that's never been a serious Christmas carol, though. Like, a, oh like yes, action. it has. That's a tradition in my household. Kids love that. in my household. Kids eat that up. Um, I'll be home for Christmas. Not if you're homeless. That's just insensitive. Ooh. Uh, Winter Wonderland. Parson Brown demanding that they get married. That's a forced partnership. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, see, uh, mistletoe and holly, overre- overreacting, folks. St- wait, wait a minute. Over e- okay, mistletoe and holly, overeating, folks stealing a kiss or two. How did this song ever see the light of day? Uh, Jingle Bell Rock. I love Jingle Bell Rock. That's a great song. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, Giddy up, Jingle Horse, pick up your feet. That's animal abuse, right? We're back to the PETA thing, right? You're whipping the horse. Uh, yeah, wow. I didn't even think about that. Uh, um, I just, I just hate, I, I hate the sensitive society we live in today. That, that's why this list is awesome. It's, I it's, you're it's, hate um, no, oh, I love Christmas. It's just, and, and here's the thing. Like I think, and I mentioned this, what last week with politics, I think there's a, 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 a huge portion of us, a, a massive portion of us. That's just down the middle that we just don't care because we can view things the way they actually are left and right. Christmas, non-Christmas. I mean, we, we could view it the way it actually is. It's the radicals to the left in politics and the radicals to the right in pot- politics and these radical PC individuals that just make things so annoying. And the problem is they're the loudest people. Like, they're, they're, just, they're just super loud, super aggressive, super annoying. And it's all we hear instead of hearing what most of us actually think, which is, who cares? It's a, a a song that was written in the '40s and '50s. Some of, some of these loud people get radio shows. You know that. Uh, well, again, I mean, the louder you are in some markets, the, no. the more you make. Um, do you hear what I hear? Blatant disregard for the hearing impaired. Frosty the Snowman. That's sexist. You know, you can, snow woman, snow person, right? Santa baby. Another one of my favorites. Uh, she's a gold digger. She's blackmailing. You know, trying to get all the, all the things that she wants. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. In that song, forced gender-specific gifts. A doll for Janice and Jen and boots and pistols. Oh, oh wait. Dolls for Janice and Jen. Boots and pistols. Oh, pistols. For Barney and Ben. Oh, you can't have kids. The girls get the this. Kids. The boys get that. And the boys are getting guns. Yep. So there you go. That's uh, What about, did you have rocking around the Christmas tree? No. no. See, no one can touch that one. That's a great one. And if you find a problem with Good King Wenceslas, my, I'm telling you. <laughs> I think we got our first happy. Rock the Vote poll. Yeah. Should radio stations top, stop playing Baby It's Cold Outside Well, and, and, ch- all, and, and all other offensive Christmas music? We're not stopping. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna, to. These are going to. This is all our bump music today. All you want stuff. all Christmas bumps? I have yeah. to get that approved by yeah. uh, Okay, all right. Are we okay with that? I'll send a letter and get approval. Yeah. Do you say Christmas or Xmas when you spell it out? 
Uh, if I'm lazy, Xmas. Usually, like like texting, you know, because that's in now. Texting is, you know, are you, you know, the letters are you going? So now Xmas. If I'm texting, otherwise I spell it out. I want to see it. It's Christmas, man. I want to see it in bright lights. Well, again, I mean, when you take out the Christmas part, the Christ with X, I mean, you get rid of the the important part to me. I always spell Christmas. I do too. I know that's like a big thing with. With some people, like you can't say Xmas. Heck, you can't even say Christmas in most things anymore. You have to say Happy Holidays. Good for you. Which, 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 which I understand, man. I mean, Good there's a lot you. of to celebrate. We're in the middle of Hanukkah. My my former stepfather was a uh, Muslim, so he was always December was always rough for him with Ramadan. Yeah. Right, because he's fasting. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, and yeah. he hated it because he fasts all day long, and then you get cranky, and then you have to overeat at night, and then you get lethargic. I mean, that's that's a. That's just a rough, uh, rough part of that holiday. Sounds like he works in radio. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Cranky. We're not cranky though. Not today. We're just lathered up, and we're just starting here on the double team on the new ninety-seven-three, the game and the Big Ten seventy. The ninety-seven-three, the game. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. no matter. Armin's getting into this. A little Perry Como, right? Don't mess with Perry Como, man. Yeah, no. I ain't going there. You can have a lot of issues with a lot of songs, but don't mess with my man Perry Como. So if there, if Perry Como made the list here, it's like we got to yank Perry Como. You might just, you might go off, right? You might not have a producer, buddy. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't leave you like that. Uh, not, not for someone else's problem. Oh, thanks. Thanks. This is the double team on the new 97.3, the game and the Big Ten 70. 97.3 FM, by the way, 50,000 watts of power pumping out of our stick here in the Milwaukee studio. Dario Melendez, Bob Brainerd, Armin here. Happy holidays. We're kicking it in the high gear because today is St. Nick Day. So that means we're getting even closer and closer. Now, this whole brouhaha with baby, it's cold outside. It started, Dario, in at, I believe it was a Cleveland radio station, but now other stations around the country are starting to follow suit here, which is why this has got some, some traction. And, and and that's why we're starting to to pick other songs apart that, look, if you're going to take that song away, then, hey, take the wheels off. Let's go. Let's get, let's get nuts. And, and my wife, Jen Lana, just sent me a text. Uh-oh. Uh, because, Uh-oh. Uh, no, no, no. It's great because I, this is what I good love text. about her. Yeah, no, it's a good text. She fired it's up? What, is she no. fired up? It, she she told me frankly it's all about nuance like can you understand nuance and, and that's all this is she's so right on that I mean that's all it is it's a good and word. that's why I mean that's why she gets paid the big bucks in our family she brings home the bagels as Peter would like me to say good callback the dingleberries um, no yeah the dingleberry I mean, oh my god they are such dingleberries. There we go. That's there. my first, there, first use of the show. Done. But it's true. And, and Armin, you sent me the article written by Myra Han of the Washington Post. And uh, it was a feminist blog in 2010 that brought this up and called it the date rape song. But then she goes on to say, however, the story behind the tune isn't quite so complicated. As the feminist blog in 2010 noted, yada, yada, yada. Uh, 
At the time they were written in 1944, an unmarried woman staying the night at her bows was cause for scandal. It's the fear we see reflected in the lyric more than anything on the part of the woman staying the night. But she never expressed any personal distaste for the idea. Right. And then she goes on to reject the man's offer. So if anything, she's saying this is women's sexual liberation rather than the tone of a date rape song. Even back in the 40s, right? I mean, I, I mean and that's, if you look at it from that perspective where the woman's actually in total control and just denying and denying and denying every and any advance made by the male counterpart, I mean, that's that's actually a great song that everybody should get behind. Yeah, if, she, we wanna, if we want to go literal and, and, and ignore all nuance, then this is actually a great song that every little girl should listen to on how to handle a situation when being pressured. I mean, that's just the bottom line. If we want to be so literal with everything, like so many people want to do, which is asinine, then this is a great song. You know, it should be played every day of the year, so little girls can and little boys can know what it's like to stand up to a bully and not be pressured. I like the fact that that we got uh, Jen to get us to say nuance. yeah, and look, I mean, that, she's that's, like a good, biggest... that's a good word because nuance, that's not a word that, you know, a bunch of guys would, would throw around here. No, I mean, but, that's but why I love see, having these conversations. With yeah, her. she's she's classing up our show by bringing the word nuance. <laughs> Armin's throwing, you know, his big college words around here. So, yeah, well, I mean, we might, we might as well. Well, again, according to, uh, who, oh, man, I, I forget our, our, our listener's name. Which one? Who, who, who was it that said? We've got a couple. Uh, Armin, <laughs> Armin, I mean, ma- Armin majored in Donnie Wood. Wisconsin. Donnie, Donnie, Wood. Donnie, yeah, Donnie, Donnie was. Yes. Man, Donnie. In, did, did they teach that in the uh, majoring yeah. in hating Wisconsin 101? That's right. That's right. Nuance. These words, too. Nuance, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these big warads. Uh, way. I mean, look, there, there's already it's already a poll up there. I mean, should radio stations be taking Baby, yep. It's Cold Outside Off and other offensive, quote-unquote, Christmas songs, which is ridiculous. But, I mean, look, I, I think it's a great topic, and maybe callers want to get in. What, what, what's our number again, Bob? 414-799-1973. So, yeah, go, go to the phones if you want to chime in there as well. And also, uh, we're going to start to take you know nominations, if you will. You gotta, if you call in and you can sell yourself a little bit to Armin for our game we're going to play later on against Dario called The Throne the Dork. Don't, don't be scared. No, don't be. Don't please, be please don't. And the, and the topic, the category is Disney. So if, if that just piqued your interest right there, give us a call. Go on Twitter, but give us a call and sell yourself, and then we'll line you up for our first ever edition of The, the Throne the Dork. And you guys never answer me. Do you know what Epcot stands for? I started to like. Well, I don't know. Careen into that and say entertainment, but that's wrong, right? No, I mean, I, think about. Have you guys been to Epcot? I have yes. once. Yeah, like the about, theme sure. of it, like very futuristic, right? Envi- so is it environmental, experimental, experimental. Ooh, experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So it was Disney's version of like what he thought the future would look like: flying uh-huh. cars. That's why if you go on that um, small world ride, small world ish ride at Epcot uh, in, in the. Uh, living world pavilion yeah it's like fruit hanging upside down vegetables hanging from the ceilings because it's where we're going next it's the future spaceship earth the same way everything about epcot's supposed to be futuristic in i mean in that part of the park and then you have the world showcase in the back so that's that's a little taste of of how deep dario can go when you just throw out there and say disney i mean he he knows what he knows what epcot means yeah so 
I'll go crazy. And I will tell you this. The questions, there are 10 questions. Here's how we're going to play it, just so you you guys understand the rules. There'll be 10 questions. We'll alternate back and forth. If you don't answer correctly, the other person can answer and steal that away. And whoever has the most when it's all said and done, they are declared, I guess, the biggest dork for the day. This is going to be a massacre. Oh, you think so? I mean, you're gonna have All to right. put the shift on. And some, oh, 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 and, oh and, my gosh! I didn't some, mean to do that. No, no, no. Some we, are, we, we should go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. No, I, I was gonna say just just for clarity's sake. Then uh, some of the questions I think are easy. I, like like even I can answer them. Like when I was putting these together, it's like yeah, okay, I know that. So some are softball questions. Some are a little yeah. bit deeper. So you won't know. You're gonna have to pick between one and ten, and then you don't know if you're getting a hard one or a medium or a soft one. So, right. but. Uh, we're just looking for a contestant somewhere during the double team today on the Throne the Dork. And we're going to have one. Oh. So we'll do that in the next segment? Is yeah. that how we're going to do oh, it? Yeah, we'll okay. Do you we have got, somebody? We've already got one that nice. uh, wants to play here. Nice. So. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, what's, Dario's what's already. This, what's this loser's name? Oh, man. Look at him. Look at him just Dave. throwing it down already. <laughs> wow. Talking trash. Dario, um, Dario, is that the Disney way to talk like that? Would Walt well, be happy? We, you want to talk about Christmas songs that are offensive? Would you Walt... should go back and watch some old Disney movies oh, yeah. and tell me what's offensive All or right. not. Dave yeah. is uh, Dave is locked and loaded in the chamber. He's ready to go. Is he? The break. Oh, All right, Dave, cool. It's done, son. It's I, done, son. I am excited. Uh, when we come back on the double team, to throw in the dork, the first edition, the Disney edition, Dario says Dave is going down. Double team on the new 97.3. The game, FM Power, shooting out of the towers, 50,000 watts worth. Also on in the Madison area and beyond, the Big 1070. That's AM, but that means it stretches to places like Partyville, uh, Ashland. I mean, we're getting calls from all over the state, which is awesome. Thank you for dialing us in each and every day. Bob Rayner, Dario Melendez, Armin here at the controls. Dario, the self-professed dork of certain subjects means we're going to play our newest game, the first edition of Dethrone the Dork. And the category today is Disney because Dario says he is all about Disney. He is all over it. And joining us to take on Dario Melendez is Dave from Nominee Falls. Dave, welcome to the double team. Uh, Thank you. Now, Dario, he admits, hey, I'm a dork when it comes to Disney. How about you? What's your resume say? Uh, well, I was at Disney World 18 times before I was 16. Whoa. Wow. That's, that's a it? lot of times. <laughs> that's it? That's it. That's smack, right. yeah, that's it. Smack talk. I love it. Okay, guys, here are the rules. We're going to go back and forth. Dave is the challenger, so he's going to get the first crack at it. There are 10 questions. You decide... You give me the number, 1 through 10, I will give you the question. If you answer incorrectly, the other guy gets a chance to steal it. Whoever has the most, when it's all said and done, is declared the dork for the day. So, Dave, 1 through 10, pick one. Let's go number 8. Number 8. What team does Gus the field-kicking mule play for? Oh, boy. Uh, Pass. Wow, already? (laughs) Yep. Okay, Dario. For, uh, for... Wait, what happened? It's my turn now. Yeah, well, you get to steal it. Yeah. Uh, no, no honest, googling. I, that 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 might be that might be a little little far back for me. What movie is that even from? Gus, the field kicking mule. Don Knotts, Ed Asner. 
they had a donkey who kicked field goals for an NFL team. Oh, a, a supposed NFL team. Uh, Five, two seconds, three seconds. Buzz them. I feel like it was a California team, wasn't it? It was a California team? Uh, more specific. <sighs> Buzz them, Armin. I want to say Angels, but it's not the Angels. Yeah, it starts cool. with an A, doesn't it? It starts it, with an A? It does. No, yeah, you were, you were, you were almost there. The California Adams. California uh, Adams. All right, so, something. so nobody gets gets that one. So eight is off the board. Dario, your selection. Let's go three. Number three. In the Lion King, where does Mufasa forbid Simba to go? The Darklands? Or the Badlands? Buzz him, Armin. Wrong? What? The Deathlands. Nope. Dave? Oh, I know what it is now, crud. D- 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 I know what it is. Uh, what? Um, Sorry, trying to think. I know now. Can I can wait, I go wait, again? No, wait. Give Dave a shot uh, here. Mufasa forbid he forbids Simba to go here. Three uh, seconds. It's shadow something. Uh, uh, no. Is it the elephant graveyard? Yeah, that's right, Dario. Yeah, but, 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 but Does he get a point for getting it later? No. 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 All right. I no. should get a point for a rebound. Well, Bob's tough. Yeah, my show. Uh, no score so far. Eight questions still on the board. Three and eight are gone. Dave, your selection. So two. Number two. In Mary Poppins, what animal was on the end of Mary Poppins' umbrella that spoke? <laughs> this is like <laughs> real Disney wow. Dork stuff. Wow. Anything, Dave? Any guesses? Um. No. Dario, you can steal it. It was a bird, right? It was a little more specific. Oh, come on. It was uh, a parakeet? Is that what they're called? A what? A parakeet? Uh, yeah, we'll give it to you. A parrot, a parrot, a parakeet. I think you got to come that's, yeah. that's, you got, not, You're taking this game hard, man. Bird species are a little, would be a little rough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Dario's up one nothing so far. Two, three, and eight are off the board. Dario, your selection. Uh, five. Number five. What nickname does Peter Pan give to Captain Hook? Is it just Hook? Nope. Armin, I got to give you these the answers here so you can buzz them. Just so buzz. Yeah, just give me a thumbs up. Yeah, or a thumbs there down. you go. No, Dave, you can steal it. Peter Pan gives Captain Hook a nickname. What is it? Uh, it's um, old. Uh, uh what was his name? Yeah, you tell uh, me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Nobody gets it. <laughs> we, we, okay. Yeah. I thought you said there were some easy Like, I know these a ton are. about these are not easy. Okay. Captain Hook's nickname? Codfish. 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 Yeah. Okay. So it's still Eesh. one nothing, Dario. Dave, back to you. Uh, one, four, six, seven, nine, ten. One. Number one, before Mickey Mouse. What Disney character was suggested to be the Sorcerer's Apprentice in Fantasia? Mortimer Mouse. No. Dario, who was supposed to get the role? Donald Duck? No, it was Dopey, you guys. Dopey. Dopey? Yeah. You guys are hovering around the right answers now, I think. Yeah, you're you're closing in. All right, Dario, four, six, seven, nine, or ten, your choice. Uh, Ten. Number 10, what second language does Dory claim to be able to speak in Finding Nemo? Nemo. Whale. What? <laughs> you yeah, got it. Right. 
Dario, correct. Speaks whale. Good job. Um, back to Dave, right? It was whose selection was that? Yeah, it's Dave's now. Back to you, Dave. Okay, four, six, seven, or nine. Four. Number four. What was the first Disney live-action film that was filmed at the Walt Disney Studio in Burbank? So it wasn't a cartoon. It was live. It was an actual live action. In Burbank. Yeah. So what was the uh, first film? Um, Three, three, yeah, I got no idea. Three seconds, buzz him. Dario? It would have been recent. I'm going to say Beauty and the Beast. No, it's not recent. It's not live no. action? Live action. Oh, so, like, Jungle real, Book. real Jungle people. Book. Jungle Book. No, 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 no. No, buzz him. What? Wait, which one is it? 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, oh I got yeah. a fun fact about that ride coming up. That's Do you? funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, back to Dario, right? No extra credit, Dario. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Six. Okay. Six. All right. Number six. In Toy Story, what is the name of Sid's dog? Spike. <laughs> what? No. It's definitely Spike. <laughs> it's, not, yeah. it's not Spike. Dave, any guesses? It's not. No, it's not. The answer is Scud, you guys. Oh, close. You were, you were close. Uh, back I to thought it was Spike, too. I guess I'm not I right. I thought it was Spike as well. All right. Uh, Dario leads 2 nothing. There are two questions left. So, Dave, you got to get one of these. Chance to tie. Seven or nine? Uh, let's go seven. Number seven. In Aladdin, what does Jasmine steal from the marketplace? Oh, that's a easy. loaf of bread. No, that's a boo. No, Dario. Apple. Apple is oh, correct. Apple. Uh, and then just just for fun, number nine, Dario, you get first crack at it, so you can pitch a shutout. In Pooh, in Winnie the Pooh, who is considered to be Rue's best friend? Best friend uh, of Rue. They're buddies. Yeah. Th this one I knew. Uh, From my Rue. Pooh days. <laughs> From your Pooh days. That, that sounds bad, doesn't it? Um, I don't know. Piglet? I don't think that's what I thought. Come on, Dave. Eeyore? No. No one's Eeyore's oh. friend. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Eeyore has no friends. The answer is yeah. Tigger. 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 So there oh. you go. Um, All right, so that, that, that was good. Yeah. We might have to go a little easier next time. I can do that. Because those are, those are, I mean, look, those were those were good. Dave, good job even yeah. even though you got blanked. I mean, it was still, it was yeah. still fun. And that was fun. That's embarrassing. I thought I was a Disney freak, but no, I, I look. I thought I was too, and I only got three. So I mean, these might be a little too specific, Bob. All right. Oh, but you still won, Dario. Yeah, we'll give you credit on yeah, that. Yeah, you, you, okay. you still. Uh, I defended my title. You're I defended still a my dork. title. You are still a dork. You weren't dethroned <laughs> today. And and by the way, Dave, because you got to play the inaugural edition of Dethrone the Dork, we're giving you a prize anyway. It's a four pack of Milwaukee Admirals hockey tickets. Uh, you can pick those up at the station. Thank you. Dave nice. from Menominee Falls for joining us. No, thank you. And thank you. Just, just, just keep brushing up. You'll be better next time. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be throwing them. <laughs> good deal. Thanks, Dave. Um, all right. Well, that was pretty good. I mean, hey, I, I, Dario, I'm not going to say you, you backed up all that trash talk, but you did get the win. See, Look, those were hard, man. Well, I didn't see. I didn't know how deep you would go in your darkness of uh, look, Disney. I can go. Look, I think the California Adams. I obviously knew it was the were, Scud thing. Yeah. The Scud thing threw me off because I thought it was Spike. I knew there was an S in there. Right. 
Um, so you're close all, on like you're like so, close on two or three others. I mean, if you get those, you, you got over half of these right. Yeah. So I was expecting some Disney parks in there. This is all movies. I know. Did all Disney movies? I can do. Well, it was it was mo- it was movies. It okay, was, okay, no, not I. Yeah. I thought that was Dario, a good. Dario was wants a good how, start. How long is I the want, wait on Magic Kingdom ride? That's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. You say that. I look at that like almost every day. What really? Just for fun? Swear, wow. Just for fun? Because I have the I have the Disney app. I'm like, hey guys, it's a, a 120 minute wait for Pandora today. <laughs> oh my god! New daily update on that. Yeah, yeah. So so moving forward with our to throw in the dork game, Dario. What what are other things that are in your wheelhouse? What else do you claim to be a dork about, subject wise? Well, I mean, obviously, I love the Disney stuff. Right. I, mean, I love Disney park trivia as well. Okay. I mean, anything Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, Star right. Wars is right up my alley. All right. Uh, obviously, history. Uh, I love American early American history. Early American history. Okay. All, all history in general. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we can do sports stuff, too, man. I, I love, obviously, yeah, we can, sports, yeah, I mean, seeing that I uh, am co-hosting with you a sports radio show. Yeah. Okay. So we got a lot of subject matter that we can work with. Moving forward, and so we'll and and we'll post that on uh, on social media. Like each, whenever we're gonna play the game, we'll post it up there so people can kind of get a head start. Good they idea. Can start to uh, start boning up, you know, start brushing up That's on their history. Fair. History. I don't get. I, I don't get to brush up. No, you're li- you should. No, no, I'm you're already the, brushed up. You're already you're brushed. <laughs> you're the one that must be dethroned. So yeah, you know, oh, come you're on. brushed and polished. This is this is along the lines of trying to dethrone needles. You know, because needles is the Rain Man. He claims to know everything. I knocked off needles. On his TV show a couple weeks ago, here I'll give you this one, Dario. Who was the who was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins before Don Shula? Do you know? I got needles on this one. I thought he would uh, I don't get know. it. I would I would think he'd get that too because that's right in his wheelhouse yeah. that time period. Do you know who was I'm, it? George, no, I don't. George Wilson. I knew that. I was yep. watching yes, that one yes, when he got yes. stung. Yeah, he got I was stung. watching that. And when I get when I did the question for him, I'm just like, ah, needles will get this one. This is a softball. Nope. Got him. See, Got the rain, I, man. I gave him one that I thought he'd get stumped, and he knew it like it was nothing. See, I, uh, it, it really annoyed me, too. You know what? <laughs> it really annoyed me. It's Dan Needles. It, it like depends on the day. It depends on how he's feeling. It depends how cranky he is. Sometimes it's just, it's right there. He knocks it out of the park. Other days, there's passing gas, and he moves on. Uh, We're going to move on. First hour in the books here on the double team. When we come back, hour two, Dario Melendez, he's still a dork. Armin, still rocking the tunes on the new 97.3 The Game. Greetings one and all. Welcome back to the double team on the new 97.3 The Game. 50,000 watts of FM power streaming at you. Also on the Big 1070 in the Madison area. Dario Melendez, Bob Brainerd. Armin Sarian with you. Uh, happy St. Nick Day. We've already distributed the goodies for Armin. He's already destroyed. He's, he's crushed it, Dario. He's already crushed what what I gave him. Sand stocking. Yours isn't waiting. Nice. Yours isn't waiting. No, nice. yours isn't waiting. It's, yeah, it's in the other studio. I, I'm I'm slowly cobbling it together. It, it's it's a very careful process. Must be nice. <laughs> no, I do Armin. appreciate it. I had the... Uh... Peanut butter granola bar, and now you got the dental floss. I got the floss, which is important because I'm going to the dentist later. But I have to ask: Is this was this used 
No, uh, why? Bob, I don't no. know. It's got the tape. I don't know. It looks kind of like it might have been used or something. No, <laughs> it's got the. Cl- no. Uh, I know. I mean, if it's in the spool, so. obviously, even if it's you, it's, it's in the got spool. The clear, no, it's got the clear protection over the top. <laughs> anything grosser than used dental floss? Well, yeah. I don't mean used as in like he gave me a string of it. You know, like I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah, no, that would no, really. I think, that would really half-ass it if I just, here no, you go. It's good. Here's one piece of dental floss. And I, I got the Kirkland brand energy shot. I got to say I appreciate that. I'm going to save that for tomorrow morning who probably. needs Who needs that more than you, right? Yeah, With the hours true. you keep? Uh, no, you're probably right about that, yeah. So I appreciate that. Well, that's why I have RC Cola for, you know. Oh, that works, yeah. But <laughs> so, this is, this is you know, energy shot. This is bounce you off the walls. And the uh, Lifesavers remind me of the Lifesaver storybook. Used to get. Do you remember those things? Either of you guys? I do. The storybook lifesavers. Yeah. You get like eight rolls. My grandma used to give this to us every year. So, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Dario, yours is coming. Don't worry, bud. Yeah. Now we'll, we'll see. Now, Dario, we'll you see. you mentioned as we we educated you yesterday on Saint Nicholas Day because you grew up in Florida. It's 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 a very German thing. It's a very Midwest thing. But you said that your wife Jen Latta, you know, Illinois that. They, she knew knew all about Saint Nick days. Grew up with it. Did you celebrate at your house? Did you mark the occasion, or has that been put on the back burner? Uh, I think it was put on the back burner this aww, year. Aww. Yeah, it happens. I mean, maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll do it resurrected. Maybe and, resurrected. And, and just and just said that Saint Nick forgot. We did that with the tooth fairy. We forgot to give our son money for the tooth what? fairy. What? So my uh, my wife had. Her friend texted me pretending to be the tooth fairy and wrote like a, a long text message apologizing <laughs> to, to our is, son. Tooth fairy texts. Yeah, yeah. This is the modern version of hey, there'll be no money. <laughs> Sorry about that. But, we'll, we'll give you a five dollar bill tomorrow. Don't you, you worry. If you have it though, five bucks. I mean, yeah, that's I guess inflation rates. You got to figure. Yeah, exactly. I got a when I was a kid, so this is the tooth fairy. Do you have Bitcoin? Can I just? Yeah, exactly. Can I just right. shoot that can, to can you? I, can I Venmo, PayPal? Whatever what? you got. Hey, what is? I mean, I don't know because it's been a while since my kid has lost any teeth. What is the going rate? What What is the going rate now for a tooth? I don't know. I feel like my uh, we we give a lot. What's a lot? I think like five to ten dollars each Whoa! time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, well, I feel inflation. like we gave a lot. But again, I mean, it's it's almost it's almost his allowance money as well. Yeah, the way we look. I mean, I mean, anytime he wants to go get some more ice cream, he just starts ripping out teeth, and you say, "Hey, yeah. I, need, I need five bucks." Five, ten bucks. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I got a dollar, but like you said, I mean, like, that's inflation, right? I mean, you know, 25 years ago, if I was getting that, then I guess this makes sense. Dario, rock the boat. Come on. What's the going rate for a tooth, for a kid's tooth? Okay, yeah, we'll, you know? we'll put that up there. Rock the boat. Is, is $5 too much? Yes. Is $5 too much from the tooth fairy? Because when I was a kid, it was a, it was a coin or coins, okay? Now, that was a long time ago. I get it. Yeah, but, that makes but, sense. But yeah, with inflation and and what's expected now, when this hunk of enamel falls out of your face, what what's the going rate? You can also call in seven nine nine or four one four seven nine nine one ninety seven three. You can tweet us your dollar figure if if you're and I shouldn't say if if you're leaving money, if the tooth fairy is leaving money, right? The tooth fairy is actually leaving the money. Exactly, so, the tooth fairy. But if the tooth fairy is consulting with the parents out there. How much do you guys all agree should be under the pillow when they wake up the next day? Uh, on Twitter, at the game MKE. So give us the dollar figure that you are using at your household. Or again, call us at four one four seven nine nine one ninety seven three. I I don't know anymore. So you know, maybe five to ten bucks, Dario. Maybe that's right in the wheelhouse. Uh, again, I mean, yeah. 
I, like I said, when, when we when we forgot and played it off, I think we did, like I said, 10 to $15. And that, I thought that was a lot. How'd you, but, get, again, how'd you he, guys forget, though? I mean, wasn't there like a bloody yeah, we mess? Wor- we work, man. We oh. work. Oh. It's, oh, it's, the, the old it's we work crutch. Yeah. It's, it's tiring. Being a parent, as you know, being a parent is exhausting. And then having... Your, your day job on I, top of that. I get it. Just, it it's, it's slipped through the cracks. Guys, Darcy from Heartland's calling with an interesting story about this. Darcy from Heartland, welcome to the double team. Hi there. How are you? Ah, we're great. How about you? I'm good, thank you. So you want to hear the story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, my son had lost his tooth, and he got two quarters. And my daughter was wanting to play with him, so she wanted quarters too, so I gave her some. And then later that night, she started throwing up, um, and we asked her what was going on, and she said, maybe it's the coins. And so we no longer give coins for um, tooth fairy. We only give dollar bills because we had to get surgery to retrieve it. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Fun. Yeah. T- talk about so. cause and effect, right? Yeah. So from now on, we don't give coins, but we also we never will give five dollars. It's only a dollar. But <laughs> yeah. See, I, yeah. that's what I thought as well. But your your wife, happy life. Yeah, you're you're in the yeah. dollar, but you're in the dollar camp. It's just going to be the the bills we're instead the of the dollar, coins. We're only in the dollar camp because my daughter swallowed a quarter. Right. What was the surgery bill? <laughs> that adds uh, to oh. it. Well, yeah, that's... <laughs> luckily, luckily, my insurance is very good, so I probably only paid you know five hundred dollars or something. But yeah. But yeah, That's much a, cheaper than um, a five dollar, you know, or much more expensive see? than a five dollar tooth fairy. But yeah, we yeah. just don't do quarters anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good move. Uh, wait, yeah. yeah, and th- thanks for consulting with the tooth fairy on that because obviously that's <laughs> their fault. Uh, th- that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> thanks for joining us on the double team. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Um, all right. Hey, so. have, not to get off the tooth fairies. Have you guys seen this article? And we talked about it before about the shift in baseball. That it might be going away, or there's there's talk that they're trying to get rid of it. I did, I did, and 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 here's why I he, here's why I hesitate to answer because I don't know how I feel about it. Do you? I mean, do you have I, a I strong? It, yeah, I mean, it, right. it's ridiculous. Okay, ridiculous. Why, why would you try to get rid of something that Armin? Armin is it just it doesn't make sense to me why you would want to get rid of the shift. Because it's really not that much of a benefit to the defense if the batter who pulls the ball all the time learns how to hit it the other way. But there are so many owners and teams out there that have these lefties that all they can do is pull the ball that are creating such a fuss about it. It's crazy to me that teams are being punished for using analytics. Like the Brewers shifted as much as anybody in Major League Baseball last year, and it worked to their benefit. And now there's this whole sect of front offices in baseball that want to get rid of the shift because it's not fair. I, I, I don't understand how it's not fair. No. Well, okay. Th- this is why I wrestle with it because I know what they're doing. It's like, it's like any other sport, you know, it's like pass interference in football. It's like score. It's all about scoring guys. Right. I mean, it's all about, you, you know, the, the defense, if it's basketball, if it's football, it's always going to be against the defense because we want the offense. We want to see home runs in baseball. We want to see more runs. We want to see more scoring. So this is choking that off at the pass. And so I get it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I get why it's being discussed because baseball doesn't want to turn into out after out after out. 
But isn't that the responsibility of the hitter to learn to go the other way or lay down a bunt? Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, you know, throughout the history of any sport, there's always been adjustments in style and play, and then teams adjust because they're trying to find ways to win. I mean, they this first shift was like when Ted was like for Ted Williams, right? So yeah, teams started, because all he did was pull. Exactly. Yeah. So teams started to adjust to him and things like that. But it's, I guess it's sort of like in in the when the NBA started illegal defense where you couldn't play the yeah. zone and stuff like that and. You have to explain why should a defense be illegal and things like that. So I, I understand the problem baseball has because you know the game is more stagnant now and and people don't like seeing these Uber shifts where it doesn't feel like the baseball. But it's just the way the game is changing, and I think it's silly to try and legislate around it. We went through this, guys, um, back when you know, all right, you know, Bob Gibson was you know just just dominating, and you had Don Drysdale and and all these pitchers who. We're just so good, and so what are we going to do? Okay, you know we got we got to monkey around with the mound now, because the pitchers are dominating. We need to have more scoring. So, you know, and the fences have come in. I mean, look at the ballparks now. You know, the fences come in because we don't want deep ballparks because we don't want pitchers to be able to dominate. So this is it's another one of these things where you wrestle with it, and you're taking away the purity of the sport. But at the same time, do you want to see more offense? If you're at the ballpark, don't you want to see more runs? Don't you want to see more? scoring but isn't that on the player like the all these teams have scouting report on scouting reports on each player like look Travis Shaw and Mike Moustakis were shifted on a lot and they pulled the ball a lot and there's a reason for that if Travis Shaw and Mike Moustakis lay down bunts to the third base side they're on base right I, I mean, mean it just seems as simple as that yeah I mean at, at some point it's going to fall on the players to make the adjustment and beat the shift because shifting when you look at the grand scheme of things, puts guys way out of position. I mean, if you're shifting on a lefty, that entire left side is wide open. So learn how to go the other way. Practice it in the offseason. Work on it at spring training. Work on it in the batting cages. Get on base. I mean, a, a batter's number one responsibility is not to create an out. That's your number one responsibility. It doesn't matter how you get on base. I don't care if you drive walk. I don't care if you get hit by a, a, a baseball you don't get out. So if they're shifting on you, lay down a button, get on base, and pass it off to the next guy to get you in. Now we go, okay. Now we go back to and and I'm not wholeheartedly into this argument. I'm just doing it for the sake of of arguing here. All right. Now you go back to you want to go to the ballpark. You want to you want to pay for everything, and you're going to watch Travis Shaw or Mustakas or or whoever lay down a bunk or drag one down the third baseline instead of trying to hit it to the gap and. You know, RBI double, what, whatever. Are, are people going to be okay? Are, are we are we going to sit in the stands or sit at home and then applaud and say, "Oh, that was brilliant." Oh, you know, the guy, yeah, he worked on it. Obviously, he's going the other way. He dropped this little dribbler down. The third baseman got there late, had to eat the baseball. Base hit, infield single. I mean, is that going to sell? Is that going to be worth coming to the ballpark to see no, that? To see that a guy is... worked on it it'll get defenses to stop shifting on that particular player. If you show that you can continue to beat the shift on a consistent basis, they can't shift on you anymore. That's the yeah. That, that, I mean that that's that's what defenses will have to go, do. How, so like how it, long it, is the how long is the consistent basis? That's the question. You know, if Travis Shaw drops it down, you go, "Okay, great, but the next three at bats, he's uh, look, you know, he's swinging it, for the other side." If I'm Travis Shaw and I see the the shift on, I'm bunting every time to the left side. Right. 
But but every time but who until does they come that? out of it, who does but that's that? The thing. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But nobody, but nobody. That's, that's the that. issue. But then the defense is. If you're gonna bunt every time, though, the defense is. Even if you get on every base every time, which you wouldn't do. You, the defense is taking away the heart of what you want to do, which is you're in there to right. create power, create slugging. But they'll roll the dice. They'll do it. Like Dario said, it's it's on a consistent basis. And consistent means you're doing it game after game after game. Not doing it once in a game where it's a surprise attack. But it, again, if you're creating power, like Armin just said, that the shift doesn't matter anyway. Because if it's going over the fence or in the outfield gap, that doesn't matter. Right. It's, it's eliminating the, the hard single to the right side. That, that's all the shift does. It eliminates a hard single to the right side. It doesn't eliminate doubles, really. Or very, well, yeah. Sometimes it, it cuts sometimes. off angles, right? If, you, if you're hitting it, yes. you know, cuts off angles. But, but I, I mean, that's point. all. It, it gets rid of the single, that hard single to the right side. That's all the shift does. So if you're going to lay down a bunt, you're just beating what the shift was trying to stop in the first place. I mean, that, that's all it is. So, again, I, I just don't understand. It's not like it's a competitive unbalance here. I mean, every team can shift and every player can learn how to go the other way. It, it just It's such a ridiculous rule to me, uh, especially for a team like the Milwaukee Brewers who let's be honest, has to play with a budget. So when you're shifting, sometimes it's because you don't have the best players in the infield. Now that said, I think the, the Brewers have great uh, David Stearns has done a really good job putting athletic players and guys who can play each position but sometimes you have to work with what you have and taking away the shift, which is so valuable to teams like the Milwaukee Brewers, it's ridiculous. Just because what? You want a lefty to hit a, a hard single and up his batting average? I mean, come on. Learn to go the other way. I mean, that's the bottom line. You're, you're a Major League Baseball player. Learn to lay down a bunt or, or sacrifice your ego and lay down a bunt or go the other way. We got a caller. It's uh, down in Brookfield. Oh, it's down in Brookfield. Welcome to the double team. Hey, guys. Hey. Totally agree with uh, Dario on this. You know, it's one of the things where the game is changing and the offense needs to change with it. You know, just like football years ago decided that, you know, we had to protect the quarterback on the left side. So they changed the way they handled defense and the defense, you know, their linebackers. That's a great point. And, the Theismann rule. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, baseball needs to do it. The best games in baseball this past year were the ones that were the playoff games that were really tight, you know, you know, single digit scores combined or the ones where it went right down to the wire because it was tight. So, Don, let me ask you this. All right. Your team. If, are the Brewers your team? OK. Yes. All right. So your team is up and Travis Shaw is up and the shift is on against him. And Travis Shaw is like, okay, I can't hit into the shift because I'm probably going to make an out. And Travis Shaw drops down a little dribbler, and he reaches first base. You okay? Are you you fine with that? Yeah? Absolutely, because they're learning to play a new version of the game, and that's what keeps it exciting. So you'll appreciate that. You don't want to see the shift. Even if it hurts your guy from getting a double or a home run, you're okay with that. Absolutely, as long as he gets on base. All right. Because once he's on base, then who who knows gonna what's gonna happen after him? Sounds good. Done. NLCS game seven, I believe it was Machado dropping down that bunt when they had that shift up the middle, led to a couple runs for the Dodgers. It did. It changed everything in that game. I mean, it changed yeah. everything in that game just by doing what you're supposed to do: get on base, not create an out. He didn't have to hit it hard. He just got on base, 
You could say what you want about him, but that was a headsy baseball play, and that's what baseball players need to do. The only thing I was thinking of is if they really did make this a rule, if Major League Baseball made this a rule and they tried to enforce it, what are you going to do? Draw lines in the infield and say you can't go past this? That's yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah like, it's like you. That's like rec league, you know, co-ed softball, where yeah. you they they draw a chalk line where you can't sneak in. Right. It, it would be hard to legislate. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I mean, what, how I mean, do, you, you what just keeps don't the guy... let someone cross second base? Like the you can't have more than right. three guys on on a side of the on side of side of second base. Something like that. It, it would it would look like the dumb half circles they have in the the free throw lanes now. It, it'd be like volleyball or indoor football. And they'd be sprinting to beat it when the pitch anticipate the pitch. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then run. To That's beat a good it. point. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's exactly what it would be. Um. Yeah. Let's not do that. Uh. When we come back. On the double team. It's time for Kane Pittman, right? Yeah. He'll our join us. Aussie. Yeah, our favorite Aussie. He's up next on the new 97.3 The Game and the Big Ten 70. Message and data rates may apply. Back on the double team on the new 97.3 The Game and the Big Ten 70. FM Tower spitting out 50,000 watts. AM Tower sending it all over the state of Wisconsin. Armin, Dario, Bob Brainerd with you. Lane Pittman joining us now. He covers the Bucks. He's that Aussie from Down Under, which is why we cue up the music. Lane, uh, Kane, welcome back to the double team. We're, we're thankful that you're joining us once again. Uh, fellas, thanks for, thanks for having me. I was actually... Uh... I wasn't sure if I did enough in uh, in the debut to come back on, so I'm I'm happy you invited me. No, no, it, no, it's all good. Let me ask you: it, it's Saint pa- Saint Saint Patrick's Day, Saint Nicholas Day in some port. It's a very German thing. Anything resembling Saint Nicholas Day in Australia? No, and I, I was actually I was just listening to you talk about that with with uh, um, you know Dario's family, but I I I'd never heard of it, um, never celebrated it, so I can't <laughs> I can't add too much to that one. Yeah, you're you're not the only one because in Florida we didn't celebrate it either. But it is a big thing in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, yeah, yeah. But uh, talking about big things, uh, look, a big win for the Bucks last night over the Pistons. Obviously, coming off that disappointing loss to the New York Knicks, and, and I think it was you who tweeted it out. It must have been you because you were talking to Thon about how the Bucks usually don't play well on rest. Well, they played pretty well yesterday. I just want to get your thoughts about it because they were shorthanded. No Middleton. Tony Snell stepped in. Uh, Della Vadova had some really nice moments in the game, and he hasn't been playing a lot this year. I mean, it seemed like a really overall a good win by this Bucks team against a good Pistons team. Yeah, well, that's it. They are. The Pistons have been playing well, and I think um, you touched on Middleton. Uh, that was definitely the story before the game. Um, I don't think anyone was really expecting uh, that, that news to come through, so... Um, I was thinking myself, and I don't know if it was just me, but I'm like, okay, well, Middleton's not playing. Uh, that's obviously a big loss for the Bucks, and then the Pistons have been playing really well. They won five of their last six and beaten the Warriors. So, um, yeah, I wasn't sure, you know, how, what that was going to mean for the for the Bucks. But uh, again, you spoke about some of the guys that came in and played well, and I, I think again, it was just a, a testament to the to the system that Bud's got running and. They're just plugging guys in, and they know what they're doing. They know where they're supposed to be, and uh, the team really didn't miss a beat. Kane, is there an update on Middleton? Because I know before the game, it's kind of a late scratch. They were saying that it was personal reasons, but was there any more of an update today or yesterday after the game about his absence? Not not uh, in, t- in terms of any specifics, uh, but 
said that they only found out about 90 minutes before the game that he wasn't going to play. Uh, and, you know, I mean, they didn't go into any details with that. Um, I guess for mine, you know, when, it, when the, they say it's personal reasons, I'm, I'm, you know, I guess he just hopes that uh, everything's okay with him and his family and that sort of stuff. I know, like, Twitter went into <laughs> meltdown with all these conspiracy theories, but... Uh, <laughs> I, I I think it was, you know, something's obviously happened. Hopefully it wasn't too bad. And, and uh, I guess we'll find out tomorrow at Shooter and if he'll be back for the Warriors. Talking with Kane Pittman on the double team on the new 97-3 of the game and the Big 1070. You mentioned Delhi, and th- this is why, you know, you always talk about him just, you know, not complaining, always have to be ready to go. Last night he had to be ready to go. They needed some minutes out of him. Yeah, well, it was it was funny because uh, Bud went super deep in the rotation in the first quarter. He, he played ten guys, uh, which is, you know, I mean, that's that's pretty unusual. But uh, like you said, that was, you know, he he didn't score any points, but he had six assists. Um, he always set the team up pretty well with with Giannis, uh, Sterling Brown. He's been playing well the last uh, couple of games. Had eleven points. Don had eleven points. Um, but yeah, I spoke to Daly after the game, and he he just said that he goes, "Well, you know, that's why I'm not complaining, and that's why I haven't been getting down because I know that you know stuff like this is going to happen. And if you're not, if you're too busy, you know, complaining or being worried about not playing, then you're not going to be in the best spot to to, to perform." Not a lot of players complaining yesterday after the win in the locker room, and really all they were talking about was the pronunciation of a very nice chocolate substance. Uh, <laughs> hazelnut. Chocolate hazelnut. Yeah, hey, chocolate hazelnut. First off, Kane, you and Thon are dead wrong. It's not uh, says Nutella. You. It's Nutella. No, says Nutella on their website. So first off, I- explain how that all went down because obviously everybody on Twitter is looking for post-game reaction, but one of the things that I love that you and Matt and Eric do who cover the Bucks really well is that you kind of bring the flavor, the attitude of what's actually happening in the locker room. And yesterday there was a big debate on how you pronounce Nutella. Is it Nutella or Nutella? So how did that all transpire? Well, well, first of all, I'm, I'm still troubled by this because, yeah, I go down to the locker room, I'm feeling pretty good, the Bucks have won, and then next thing, you know, uh, I get these people trying to tell me, uh, Giannis being one of them, that you don't say Nutella uh, like you should say it because <laughs> yes, <laughs> no. I mean it's uh, it's got nuts, right? So uh, it is Nutella. I don't yes, it does. Get, I, I don't know yeah. where you're getting news from. But, but and... there's an e after the t, which makes the u long. It's Nutella. Ah, details. No, I'm not. I'm That's not, how I'm the not. English language works. You left I'm to not. right. You can't just stop at the t and create two separate words. Hey, Kane, Kane. Uh, I'm yeah. with you, buddy. I'm in your camp. Man, I tell you, I, this this thing it, it was it was funny in the locker room, and and it's, seriously, as soon as we walked in, Thon like yelled out to me. He pulled me over. I said I said Natala. He was happy. Then Giannis is like coming over to me. He showed me like the uh, you know pronunciation online, and there's big arguments going up down there. And then so I had to put it to Twitter. And I haven't checked it for a little bit, but the last time I seen there was about 400 votes on this poll, and 56% of them are right. I'll just say that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And we're going to put it on our own Rock yeah. the Vote poll. Is it Nutella, like it says on Nutella's website, you know, the actual company? Or is it Nutella, like the nutballs in, obviously, Australia? And in, <laughs> yeah, in, our, in our studio, no, I, I think it's Nutella. I agree with you, uh, Dario. I think it's Nutella. I've always said Nutella. Yeah. 
No, there's nuts in it. It's part of the name. It's a play on words. No, but right. even the company isn't saying it's a play on words. Well, yeah, that's probably the thing that bothers me. They don't even know, and uh, that's disappointing for them. So, okay, so divide divide up. Who said what in the locker room? Well, um, it was me and Son. And, and we then were, everybody we else. Not, we were on our own. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, I can't deny that. But I asked Giannis, I, I said to him after, I said, okay, well, tell us what your favorite type of, of mute is then. And he just looked at me, and he didn't really know what to say. And then he said, well, I don't actually need Nutella anyway. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's, that's, it's Nutella. I'm like, sorry, man, you're wrong. He really shut that down, though, by just saying I don't even like it. So he posterized the whole argument. Plus, I mean, Giannis is kind of imposing. Like, whatever he says goes. You know what, Giannis, you're good. If you wanted it to be Nutella, that's what I would have gone with. Nah. But it is Nutella. Like, it's the English language. Like, there's an E after the T that makes the U long. That's why you get the new. So you're saying Kane doesn't speak English. Is that what you're... Well, he's Australian. What do you expect? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> come, come on, Kane! Come on, Kane! Don't no, come see, on. Kane's too nice. He's gonna get me some other way. He'll get me some yeah. other way down if the you road. Only, if you only celebrated St. Nick's, you might have had a nice jar of Nutella in your stocking. But since, it's too bad, Kane. Since we're talking about you know these food groups, explain Vegemite. You know from the song. Well, first of all, I don't eat Vegemite, but I mean it is just like this uh, healthy, yeasty. Yeah, spread, I guess. I mean, people love it. Like, they eat it on their toast. Like, they're, they're really into it, but I've never been into it. I don't I don't like the taste. What, what's Vegemite? It's just a mixture of something that you put on your toast, you said? Like veggie spread, yeah, it's, right? It's, it's, just like a, it's just like a spread. It's, but it's like super, super salty. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's, it's not good. Like, I wouldn't, if you haven't had it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel like you've been had it. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't suggest there. it. It's don't a thick there. black Australian food spread made from leftover brewer's yeast extract with oh, various vegetable yeah. oh, and spice additives. Oh, Actually, good. you would think that people in Wisconsin would like that. It, it's leftover beer. I think this would work Isn't here. that what that is? Yeah, you're Leftover right. beer? And various vegetable. I, the problem is it doesn't sound as healthy as I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was super healthy. I, I don't know, like you know, sort of like a veggie burger. Nah, no. All right, Kane, you looking forward to uh, Bucks Golden State Friday? I mean, the place is going to be jumping. Yeah, well, eight thirty tip as well. So I think uh, prime time eight thirty on a Friday. I think it'll give uh, some people a, a chance to get nice and uh, warmed up. I'd say, but. Um, yeah, I think it's always fun when the Warriors come here, and obviously I think they're going to be a little uh, fired up uh, after the, the, the meeting in Oakland the other week um, where the Bucks really handled them pretty comfortably. Kane, I want to backtrack a little bit because you were obviously in New York covering the Bucks. You had a chance to go over to Long Island to cover the herd and saw a couple of Bucks like DJ and Chris were there. What was your, I guess, interpretation of what the G League is? I mean, do you find it beneficial for guys like Chris and DJ who are kind of buried on the Bucks bench? I mean, what did what was your thought when you when you saw the product out in Long Island? Well, well, that was my first uh, G League game, actually, uh, the first time I've seen the herd. Um, but on that, I, I've always thought that uh, having this sort of the senior club and, and using them as the Bucks have been is is going to be beneficial for these guys that aren't getting minutes anyway. Because uh, yeah, while you know, Christian said to me after the game that he would like to be playing 
uh, with the Bucks, and he would like to be with the Bucks. He also appreciates the fact that he can go down and actually play, and it's not—he's not just you know scrimmaging at practice. He gets real minutes. So um, I think this year, compared to last year, we've seen the Bucks using the herd um, a, a lot better and and utilizing you know things in the schedule like where Christian was with the Bucks in New York, and then he hangs around for a couple of days and gets the, gets a game in before coming back and then playing last night. So. Um, and the big thing is that they're, they're playing the same way. So they've synchronized the, the schemes uh, throughout the herd and the bucks, which allows guys to move up uh, back and, and forth and know what they're doing and, and plug straight in. So uh, they seem to be using it really well. All right. Keen Pittman, ready to play fan or not so much? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Oprah. <laughs> uh, the person? Yeah, the person. How many Oprahs do you know? No, no the, the, the the nut spread. The other one. Yeah, yeah. The, the vegetable. No, no, I'm, I'm asking if you were saying that I like the show because, you know, I'm not a fan of the show. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, I got it. Oh, All right. okay. All right. See, Oprah, he's an intellectual. Yeah, no, Oprah, the, Oprah proper, the person. Sure, I'll be a fan. Sure. sure. Okay, how about peanut butter? Yeah, I'm a fan of peanut butter. Give me that as a Vegemite any day. Nah. No, he likes Nutella. <laughs> yeah, oh. Nutella. Uh, I, don't know, I don't even know what you're saying. How about how about limos? A limousine? Uh, I'll say I'm not a fan. I don't think I'm a limo guy. I like that. I like the honesty. Some people would just say, "Yeah, it's a limo. I'll take it." But you, you know, you're 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 down to earth, Kane. I like that. Yeah. Um, how about the Grinch? You know, from the Grinch stole <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, I'd say I was a fan. I, I liked that when I was a kid. Wow. He's got a little little edginess, does King. <laughs> and then finally, you cover basketball, of course. You do a great job. What about hockey? You a fan or not so much? I'm not a fan. I, I don't really get it. Um, like I, actually, I like going to the games, but watching on TV, I, I can't. I can't deal with it. You can't deal with it. It's just like I'm like, what am I watching? I don't know the rules. Like it's unless unless there's a fight. Like, give me a fight, and I'll, I'm into that. Uh, see, Dario, <laughs> I knew it. You know, he likes the Grinch, so of course he likes the fights in hockey. <laughs> Who would have thought? But he just doesn't know how to pronounce Nutella. Oh boy, the poll is up there. Kane Pittman, thanks for joining us, pal. Appreciate it. Too easy. Thanks, Kane. Thanks. Yeah, the poll. Did you put the poll back up there, Dario? Is it, it- it's up there. I think we got four polls now, but. Uh, I'm going to guess most people are logical and say Nutella. Oh, my gosh. When we come back on the double team on the new 97.3 The Game and the Big 1070, we'll go through the polls. Also, that's news to me. What's spanning the globe here on this St. Nicholas Day? The game. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for Subway Catering. How would you like it? I'll have an employee with a can-do attitude. Here you go. When a Subway customer asks if we can provide tasty food for their next party or gathering, I say consider it done. Want to order online? Done at Subway.com. Want to call the order in? Done. Wait for it. There it is. You're listening to the Double Team, loud and clear on the new 97.3 The Game FM, 50,000 watts of power coming your way. Also on in the Madison suburbs and beyond on the Big Ten 70. Bob Rayner, Dario Melendez, Armin, cranking the tunes. Dario, quick review, if, if we can, as we wind down our final half hour of, of the polls we have going, because we've been all over the board on this St. Nicholas Day, December 6th. So we have four polls going currently. Should radio stations not play Baby It's Cold Outside 
and all other offensive quote-unquote Christmas music. Uh, is $5 too much for a tooth from the Tooth Fairy? Should MLB ban shifting? And finally, is it Nutella or <laughs> Nutella? And there's really only one answer because don't the company Nutella Dude. has said it's pronounced Nutella. Dude, don't sway the vote. Don't, no, it's not don't... swaying the vote. Yeah. It's how it's pronounced. It's how, That's it's swaying how the, vote. the company pronounces its name. Like, if you pronounce your name, boom, I couldn't say, no, it's pronounced Bob. It's the way you say it. You say boop. I've had but a lot of people pronounce my name. What's up, bub? No, I've had, I've, I've, had a, I've had a lot that I can't share over the air. Well, it's like me and Dar- so Dario Dario. Like, my mother calls me Dario. My dad called me Dario. Really? But if I, want, if I want to go by Dario, that's how I'm going to say it's pronounced. And if someone says Dario, I'm going to say it's wrong. Now, I actually don't care. Either way, it's more of a point. But if Nutella is saying it's Nutella, not Nutella, I would think they would be the experts on their name. They shouldn't care either. They, they should say as long as, you're, as long as you're talking about our product, as long as you're using it. I mean, look at all the play they're getting today. People are going to go running out saying, I'm going to get that uh, chocolatey hazelnut gook. Yeah, them and Vegemite were getting them a yeah. lot of pub. Oh, yeah, Vegemite. A lot of, oh. lot of Vegemite. I th- Dario, I thought when he mentioned what was in Vegemite, you'd be all over that because it's like sounds like a healthy thing. I've never even heard of Vegemite. It sounded like beer extract. That's what it's, it's in like. the song. It's in the song. I only know because the song "See Smile" and give me a Vegemite sandwich. Vegemite sandwich, right? And when that, okay, guys, quick story: when that happened, when it first happened in the '80s, there was a big run. There wasn't a, a big run on Vegemite, but there was a run on people trying to figure out what that was and wanted to try it. And they wanted, yeah, 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 they wanted to be cool. It's like, oh. You know, men at work are eating Vegemite sandwiches, so yeah, wash it down with a Matilda Bay wine cooler. Yeah. Delicious. Nice. Yeah. So those are the polls, and the polls are still open here for the next half hour as we wind down the double team on the new 97-3 of the game and the Big Ten 70. Time now for That's News to Me. I'll begin. Dateline Southern California, two Marine pilots. They've been disciplined, you guys, for making a, uh, um, I'm going to clean it up a little bit, a phallic-shaped flight path over the skies of Southern California back in October. Oh, on pur- they did this on purpose? Yeah. 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 Officials said the two pilots, their names are not released, but they'll be allowed to keep their wings. But uh, they didn't release details of the punishment given to the pilots. Uh, but what they did is they, they got people... Aroused, if you will, they flew the phallic flight pattern in their T-34C planes. And the flight pattern, it went viral. This, this is how they got busted. The flight pattern went viral after it was picked up by radar and shared by the Twitter account Aircraft Spots. And so as soon as they saw that, wow, yeah, people started jumping on Twitter and saying, uh... Yeah, I see what you guys are doing here. What was it a ding dong? It was a ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> they they made they made that, a, that they made a ding dong in the sky. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. That's not easy to do, I would think, in a plane. I, I mean, went to, I mean you hear you hear the expression flying under the radar, right? This yeah. was this was flying well, on the radar. It, it reminds me of reason. that Austin Powers skit. Hey, Johnson. Those are right. a big bag of salty nuts. <laughs> Get your right. salty nuts. <laughs> I went to uh a lot of guys I went to college with were became Navy pilots, and it doesn't surprise me. The way their sense of humor it doesn't surprise me that they'd do something like this. Yeah. Pilots are 
an interesting bunch. I think it's clever. I think yeah. you, I think you pat him on the back and say, "Good job." I mean, the fact that you can pull that off, and and then as I scan, you know what? As I scan through, I mean, there's there's cloud penises. There's there are people that take pictures of clouds, and and that's just that's just God. You think God's up there saying, "I'm going to do a cloud penis today," right? No. <laughs> no. Anyway, not saying that. No, no, he's definitely not saying that. It's just oh, nature. Man. It happens, and that's news to me. Armin, should we do? Am I first or is it Dario? Is that my next? All right, I'll go next. Dario, Dario, he Dario the payoff guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm he, the payoff he, guy. He, you're, you're, the, you're the you're the payoff guy. So, are you guys ready, ready to hear about the worst woman in the world? Yeah, bring it. Okay, North Carolina, Winston Salem police arrest Debbie Joe Davison. Who they said was the cookie manager for Troop 2819. She was arrested and charged with stealing more than $7,000 from the Girl Scouts. Yes, this woman stole $7,000 of Girl Scout cookie money from her troop and used it on herself. You can't get lower than that. You're stealing Girl Scout cookie money. I got a lot of problems here. First of all. Seven thousand dollars a lot for a cookie. It's a lot of it's a lot of thin mints. Wait a minute now. They're, they're, that's how much they're making. I mean, I know people love the thin mints, and I love peanut butter patties, or some people call them samosas. I'm a big fan, but that's a lot of money. And, and next, how, how do you, you think no one's gonna notice you you stealing all the cookie money and spending it on yourself? Come on, Girl Scouts of America is a fine organization, and it's a big one, and they have people to watch for that. So there you go, the worst woman in the world. Paid off, Armin, and. And, and that's news to me. There you go. There you go. Well, an adult website is getting back at a global juggernaut. YouPorn responds to Starbucks's porn ban by banning Starbucks. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Have you seen this? Turnabout is fair play? Is, is that what this is? So pretty much Starbucks doesn't want people watching porn in public. I feel like that's pretty standard operating procedure. Well, YouPorn finds out about this, and they're... Vice President Charlie Hughes issues this statement to employees in light of the news that Starbucks has blocked customers from searching and viewing adult content within their establishments. Starbucks products will be officially banned from YouPorn offices effective January 1st, 2019. That's harsh. That's tough. You can't. No no more Starbucks. I'm I'm just imagining these offices like, you know, just like a regular office. Like maybe we have, uh, especially like, don't you need, don't you need some caffeine after you're like done watching these adult uh, things? Kind of do. Awake yeah, kind of do. Oh, uh, what's happening at the offices? I mean, it's like programmers are like they're testing out, you know, their their videos. <laughs> but, but how, <laughs> how stupid is you porn? Like, hey, wow, it's well, our it, it's our constitutional right to watch porn in a Starbucks. No, they're competing with Hub, so they have to get the attention. <laughs> How do you know, Armin? I don't know. I just hear about these things. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hear about it from the morning from Drew and KB in the morning. First of all, Armin. I could see KB being a huge subscriber. Well, you know, they, they not the premium. Drew, not premium. Too. Drew, too. Drew, too. Ar- Armin, I'm, I'm taking just a guess here. I don't think YouPorn is just a regular office, like you said. I, 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 it's probably it, not. just running a website, uh, Bob. Come on. Right? I mean, you don't walk in and, you know, there's ping pong tables and beanbag <laughs> chairs to relax. and no, like, There's copiers and files and TPS reports, right? Phones Things. ringing off the hook. It's not like a like an old school newspaper. Well, see, they're, they're not manufacturing the content. They're just running the website. Am I wrong? I thought. I don't know. I'll have to do some more research on this story. Yeah, find out find out where find out where you porn headquarters are located. You no, know, I might do that, but I might not search it on the company computer here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. So they're not. So Dario, no more Starbucks. 
No more Starbucks because Starbucks will not allow porn to be played in public. So this opens the door for another company, another coffee, you know, Caribou Coffee or anybody else that wants to, if they want to be the exclusive, you know, coffee facilitator for UPorn headquarters, doors wide open now, right? You can. It's it, either way. That's news to me. Yeah, <laughs> better be fair trade. That's news fair, to me. Fair trade. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep you guys awake. You keep us awake. Uh, when we come back on the double team, we'll cross it over. No, that's the other show. Yeah, we can use the term right. They don't have exclusive rights to the that word. We're gonna cross it over to the Mike Heller show. He's next with his four big four-hour block, the Mike Keller Show, from 2 to 6. You're listening to the double team on the new 97.3, the game, and the Big 1070. No, let it snow. Let it snow. Armin, review the uh, All right. the polls for today, because this was the first poll that we tossed Yeah, out this there. was the first one, Rock the Vote uh, poll today. Uh, should radio stations not play this or other uh, quote-unquote offensive Christmas music? 76% say no. So I say we have consensus there. They should keep playing it. The other votes is $5 too much for the uh, tooth from the tooth fairy. 71% say yes, so you're a generous dad there, yeah. Dario. Yeah, what can I say? That's what happens when you forget to give your we were, give the money you, you in the first fee. place. The juice was running. You had a late fee on that. Yeah, yes. and we, we were trying to get you up the hook. Like, if the, if they would have voted the other way, you could have thrown a buck out and, you know, it's all good, but... And then uh, keep doing what you're doing. A, a new uh, proposed MLB ban of shifting. 87% say no, so nobody wants to see that happen. And finally, is it Nutella or Nutella? <laughs> uh, this has been a source of a big debate. And Nutella, much to uh, the chagrin of Bob here, 63% in the lead. So, Dario, you're the winner on that one, looks like. So, yeah. so the other, what, 30 something percentage is a bunch of dingleberries? There you go. Dingleberries. Cane, because again, Cane and I are dingleberries. Yeah. Because the company says it's called Nutella. That's, that, that's the haymaker right there. If the company says you pronounce their name Nutella, that's how it's pronounced. Hey, I'm in, I'm with Thon. Right, Thon Maker says nut. Is that what yeah. is that what Kane told? Thon Maker, Thon and said, that's it. And that was it in the room. Yep. So you got you guys got Giannis in, on your camp, right? Yeah, Giannis and everybody else. Oh boy. All right. Well, those are our polls today. We'll have more on the double team tomorrow on Friday. Tomorrow, by the way, uh, Stephanie Sutton will join us, friend and friend of the family here um, from WISN 12 Sports in Milwaukee. She'll join us on the show. And Paul Lucas, guys, from UniWatch. I'm excited. Dario, I know you're geeked out about that. Down because on the Farm down Fridays. On the farm Fridays, yeah. So uh, we're all going to wear our... Uh, our different jerseys and uh, Paul Lucas, he'll he'll be able. He's the expert, man. He'll he'll be able to break it all down. Uh, I got a I got a great one tomorrow just for our Peter friends. Do you? Yeah. All right. Little little teaser there. Um, Armin, are we talking? Are we talking to Mike today? We are. Do I have to hit a button? No, I got it. Mike's right here. Oh, you got it. See, I don't know because yesterday Mike was in in studio, so I got to see him. You know, live and in color, I got to see him eat a donut. So. Uh, Hey, 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 you did not see me eat a donut. I you, ate it after you guys left. Okay, yeah. Semantics, Mike. Semantics. Well, let's, come on. I mean, <laughs> I know it's theater of the mind here, but it wasn't like you were standing there and hey, and I said, hey, Bob, watch me eat this donut. <laughs> no. Well, again, Mike, Bob also thinks it's pronounced Nutella instead of Nutella. All right, ask so Keller. Ask Keller. Mike, come it's, on. It's only Canadians pronounce it Nutella. 
It's Canadians Nutella. and Australians, we found out today. But yes, it's yeah, definitely I Nutella. I mean, Maker is Canadian, and Bob, you spent enough time in northern Wisconsin, you're half Canadian. I, I call it <laughs> peanut butter, okay? Because I don't even go with that stuff. That's true. Do you actually eat it, Bob? No. Yeah. No. And now Vegemite and Nutella. It's like putting frosting on your toast. I mean, maybe Which that. Is amazing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Ma- oh. that's, a, that's great. <laughs> Look, that's great that's idea. a really good idea. Look at you I'm guys. Try that. Woo. Gee whiz. Um, our other poll questions, Mike, we'll throw them your way. Um, the shift in baseball. I mean, they're talking about doing away with it, regulating it, making it a rule. Are, are you in or out on that? Yeah, okay, so we don't have enough time. I was listening to your arguments, and I don't disagree with the points that you make uh, on either side, with Dario or with you. Um, I understand what baseball is doing. Baseball says like the neutral zone trap in the National Hockey League, like a traditional zone defense in the NBA. They, they want, they understand that they need offense, and they understand that, uh, that applying rules on the shift will allow for more base runners, more traffic on the bases, because ball clubs don't want Travis Shaw to bunt. The Brewers don't want Travis Shaw or Mike Moustakis to bunt. They just don't. I mean, the analytics say, no, we're not doing it. You're more valuable trying to hit it over the shift than you are bunting. So So the club says, keep doing what you're doing. Baseball says, hey, we need more activity on the bases. So instead of challenging professional major league players to do better, they're just going to give them the easy way out. Well, because the ball club is a, the club itself is against the league on this, right? Would you agree with that? So I think some are, are. Analytics are saying to their hitters, "Nope, do what you do." And baseball's saying, "Hey, we need more guys on base." That, yeah. And you know, so they're at odds on this. So I don't think the clubs are in favor of getting rid of the shift because they want their hitters to hit it over the shift if it's still there. Um, I, I think this is baseball, just like the National Football League, calling pass interference and making all the rules work yeah. against the defense. Yeah. No, you're this not is, wrong. Uh, Major League Baseball to say, hey, we need more traffic. Yeah, it's it's the suits who want more offense. You're 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 yeah. not. Yeah, it's one of these arguments that you can go round and round and circle it around a couple times, and no one's right, no one's wrong. But for now, the shift will stay. We'll see if they decide to kill it. Mike Heller. His show is next here on the new 97.3 The Game. Also, no, don't be, man. Don't be. You got this. You got this. Dario and I, we're back with you on the double team on Friday. Talk to you then, partner. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on St. Nick Day.